Say that again. What? What you just said. Zippy zippy. You are fucking zippy zippy. What? I'm tired. Oh. You Come rub some aloe on my back. <laughs> it's all burnt. Is this still the test or what? Well, it can be whatever you want it to be, but I think we should just leave it in. Oh, great. Yeah, this will be gr really good. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Start Continue Podcast. This is number triple three, double three. What the fuck? 33. That's what I meant to say. Crazy. Or 28B or D, according to Kevin from uh, Buried at Mars. Uh, I'm Joe, and I'm here with my co-host, Bill. Hello, hello. Uh, for those of you just tuning in or never heard us before, uh, we're a free-flowing podcast where we talk about anything and everything that interests us in the world of entertainment, video games, uh, our boring lives, uh, hobbies, else? Collecting. hobbies, collecting games. And thank Christ, we are back together again, face to face, man. Uh, face to face. Yeah, you know what? I kind of not like it not looking at you. Uh, <laughs> not that I don't like looking at your pretty face, because I have to do it whenever we work together. But um, I don't like making eye contact when I'm talking. <laughs> 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 when I'm doing this, I should say, it, it's. I don't know, because I, I like that feeling where you know. You know, when you're trying to think about something, your eyes wander. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like stern that way where he likes to just, you know, when he's interviewing his guests or whatever, just avoid the contact. That's way you can keep your thoughts all centralized and focused, right? Really? I, I, he looks at people. That's how this, not all the time. That's how this piece of work works. Get it? No, well, this is like, Obviously, right now already, you're you're peaking. Your audio is so nice right now, right? Everyone can hear you. You're not doing your golf voice, which uh, in the last few remote records, your golf voice well, is... Well, because we're uh, no longer going to be doing it uh, at nighttime from home. <laughs> that just doesn't work. Yeah, it does work, actually. Not for me. Works good for me. Not for me. So we have to find another uh, balance. Why can't you just talk normally? If you're in your room, you're locked away in your office by yourself, just talk it, normally. It's still loud. Brr. Brr. Why don't you go out to the garage? Because it's a garage. Yeah. You got, uh, like, buddies who uh, spend their own free time in their garage and yeah, smoke cigars and whatnot. I don't do that stuff. You could. I could, but I won't. You probably got a nicer garage than most people, you know, than most Describe my garage rooms. now. How's my garage look? Your garage? Well, I it got the have... pool table in there. Yeah. <laughs> the fridge is in there. Yeah. What else? It has like the world's longest shuffleboard table in there. Hmm. And uh, I imagine it's staffed. <laughs> Don't forget the uh, stereo system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You and have... the TV. That stereo system we saw and in the Breaking heated floors. Bad, I think that's what you'd have. This is nice. I love that. Can I move into this house that you just described? <laughs> anyway, we're boring. What's going on? Uh, now we're boring. I'm bored now. Good. Uh, so, yeah, we're here uh, seeing each other face-to-face. -face. We're in our secret private location recording. 
it's in the middle of the night again. We're back to the middle of the night. So we're right. back to the back to the roots of what start to continue is. Boring. <laughs> well. Next topic. Oh. What you been up to? What you been up to? Uh, well, I, the long weekend's just gone by, so I, was, I enjoyed uh, doing a bunch of yard work outside. I was telling you before how I got, uh, how my, uh, I'd like you to give me a little rub down on the back here and put some lotion on there to take care of this burn that I have. Why, well, how would you get a burn? Because when your you're back? outside doing yard work, you have your shirt off, right? No. Yes. No. Like a normal person. No, no. No. Normal people don't take their shirt off. Really? So it was when they're working. Why not? Well, because then they would get burnt, like you just did. Um, well, I was foolish enough not to put sunblock on. I'd like to believe you'd still get burnt if you're out there working in the sun without a shirt. Why not just wear a shirt? You even scoffed at a tank top. Well, yeah, because I could picture the tank top. It'd be that the one with it's the spaghetti your straps obsession. that hang so low where your titties are still no, out. This is your fucking obsession with bodybuilders, and I'm not calling myself one, <laughs> but you've got this hatred for anyone who shows off their body for some reason. Can you delve into that a bit more? Well, again, it's the showing off. We don't need to show well, off. No one's showing off. I'm just being comfortable. You're just being comfortable. Yeah. Because it's the summertime and it was super hot and I was doing manual labor. And I bet you even oiled up before taking it off. <laughs> so you're glistening out there. What? Why would you not? <laughs> you'd, you'd be the guy out there with your fucking Kevin Smith jersey on <laughs> with 102 degrees and you're melting and you'd still refuse to take your shirt off. No, I was doing yard work too. I had a shirt on. And your hockey jersey on? No, I had a shirt on. So I was protected from uh, from the sun. No. Anyway, you should just, whatever the case may be, just when a guy asks you to put some lotion on his back, you should be saying yes. Look at it. It puts the lotion in the basket, okay? And just or it, it gets the hose. <laughs> gets the hose. I wish you'd hose me down too. I could have used the hose on the weekend. It was so hot and sweaty out there. Well, I was excited because it was a long weekend, the first big long weekend of the summer, which meant it was inevitably going to be the biggest yard sale day of the oh, year. Yeah. So did you make it out? No. No? Why not? Because I was doing stuff in the backyard. <laughs> at 7.30 in the morning on a Saturday? No. At that point, I was uh, actually giving the kids breakfast. Really? Yep. Okay. Well, fair enough. I'm up at 7. Well... No, I don't think, I don't believe you. But I got up, ran out of the house before anyone else could get up. and uh, Before your wife could yell at you? Yeah. Saying, where are you going, garbage picking? <laughs> the way I went to the biggest uh, yard sale day of the year. Um, there was a lot going on. They were all over the place. We were, I was hitting tons of them. And uh, I had a few places mapped out from the classified ads the night before. Uh, I like looking for the older sections of town, you know, where I know there's established houses where it might be older people there. So they got older stuff and that kind of thing. So I kind of had a route made up and I knew I'd be going all around town. Do you so. like preying on the old people? Yeah, I do. Cause they got the best stuff. You right? ever knock them down and take their things? <laughs> well, so what am I looking for nowadays? 
You know, I, I like the vintage electronics. You're looking for your, the same stuff you've always been, the, uh, the vintage uh, amp, uh, stereo amplifiers, records, video games. Mm. Um, vintage. You like cameras. Yeah, telephones. Telephones. Fuck, you're an old person yourself, man. Look at the <laughs> shit you're looking for. Uh, tobacco yanny, anything like that. Pipes and uh, pipe jars, tobacco jars, stuff like that. Anyways, I come across this one yard sale, old couple, super old. They got, <laughs> they're actually selling, you know when you do a puzzle and you put the puzzle together and you glue it on a board? Yep. They were selling those. Sweet. I didn't want any of those. Uh, I didn't want much of what they had. I did a little circle in their driveway. I made it to their garage. And I always do a little peek inside the garage, you know, see if they're forgetting stuff that needs to come out. You know what I mean? So I took a look in there. There's still loads of boxes in there. And it appeared like her son, their son was in there moving boxes around, like some 20-year-old. Some, like, uh, douche who's using their parents as a storage locker kind of thing. And I'm seeing one box, and it has an original Xbox in it with uh, a bunch of games and controllers, full box. You know, geez, look at that. That's interesting. And I look a little bit further. There's another box, and it has a GameCube in it. And it's got games beside it, more controllers. I look beside that, another friggin' box. This one's got a Super Nintendo in it, and it's loaded with games. Oh, did you buy me the Super Nintendo? Oh, so I'm like, hey, uh, hey there, buddy. Uh, what's... The game's coming out. What's the deal? What what can we do about the games here? Video games. He's like, um, actually, yeah, I'm not I'm not at all organized yet. So yeah, they're not. Uh, I'm not selling them uh, just yet. So I'm like, wow. Are you going to be selling them later today? So I'll help you pull them out. You know, if we want to organize it right now to sell, I'll help you. Uh, no, I I don't really know. I haven't organized it so. I'm not selling it. Man, oh, shit. You know, this is like the honey hole of video games. I God knows what else he has hidden away in there, right? So I do another little loop around the driveway again, and I come back. I got to ask one more time. And this time I'm loud because <laughs> I want his parents to overhear these poor old folks that have to put up with all of his shit in their garage. I want them to overhear and say, yeah, come on there, Jimmy. Let's sell this shit. But then again, uh, he turned to me and said, oh, I'm sorry, man. They're not for sale. <laughs> like, man, I told you twice already, buddy. Not for sale. And his parents didn't bite. So I'm like, oh. That's too you bad. Know. You should have said, like, you know what? You got a guaranteed sale here. Let's uh, let's at least just talk about it for a minute. Well, yeah. He, yeah, he didn't really seem open to talking. or I would have left my name or something, but he didn't seem... Oh, it was frustrating. So, um, one to end up at. So I just kept going to more yard sales. Nothing. Came across one yard sale. Uh, found a guitar stand like the one you just bought. Huh? Uh, he had five bucks on it. I offered him two dollars for Holy it. Holy fuck! Got it for two dollars. Brand new condition. And then it was pretty much the end of the, my route. So I was about, I was out for maybe an hour and a half and I was heading back home and I hit my last yard sale, which is kind of close to the house. And it's funny how your best finds are near the end of your day. Uh, they had really nothing left, but on the one table, they had a PlayStation 2 like box. 
So I look in the box, and sure enough, it's jammed full of a super clean PlayStation 2, hmm. a sealed controller. All the cables are in there, and there's a bunch of these, like, singing-type games with it. I go, oh, geez, wow, this is something else. And they, he had $20 on it, which I thought was a pretty good deal already. Beside that, he had a silver GameCube with one controller. Silver one. I've never seen a silver one. Uh, matching controller and huh. some odds and ends games with that, maybe five games. And he had 25 on that. What am I going to do here? This is this is... This could be some good stuff here. So I pulled the guy over. And again, this is the yard sale's been going on for probably two hours into the day. So they're probably ready to make some deals. I offered uh, 25 for both systems and all the games and controllers. And he came back with, well, how about 30? Fair, fair enough, I'd say. Don't yep. you think? So yeah, I made the deal for 30 bucks. Uh, they even loaded it in a bag for me. I took it out to the car, and I thought, wait a minute, I better take one more friggin' look at this, make sure I got all the cables and whatnot. And sure enough, the GameCube was missing its uh, video cable. So I hauled it all out and brought it back to them. I hadn't left yet. I said, oh, guys, I'm sorry to bug you, but we're missing a cable here, you know. And they, oh, sorry about that. You know, I sent the kids in to look through the house to find it. I thought maybe we'll peel back five dollars out of the deal give me five bucks back and so i could go buy it you know at a store or something but uh, sure enough the kids end up finding it mm. so i got the complete system bunch of games playstation 2 um and as he was finding the video cord for the uh gamecube they found these uh, playstation microphones that they had for the singing games which they didn't have out as well so it gave me all that shit for for 30 bucks yeah, that's a great deal. I looked at the PlayStation 2 when I got home. Super clean. I don't really understand what, what they're doing with it because, like, even the power cable and the video cable is still wound, like, factory wound. All the ties look factory wound. That's weird. And the controller is still in its bag, and its cable is factory wound. Like, it's still sealed. So unless they somehow used it only for the singing games and they didn't need a controller for that yeah. or they had another old controller. No, I'd say that's a really good find, man. I never see shit like that at yard sales that I just drive by. Like, there was one, was it this weekend that went by? Or maybe the weekend before, I, like three houses down. And I just did a drive-by and there was like just fucking garbage. Like old kids' toys and cl one guy had like a... Uh, those hanger rocks full of clothes. Yeah. That's what 98% of them are. It's yeah. like, what? You got to get lucky. And if you'd have just driven by this on the road, you wouldn't have seen these boxes. But uh, it was... Well, I was how just, was I not picked by the other scumbags that go I, out? I don't know. That's that's what I mean. I don't know. I don't. I just... It was lucky. Because mm. for it to be later in the day, I, I can't believe they're still there. Unless they were taking offers and they just didn't accept anything. But I was thinking of you when I looked at that PlayStation 2 because it had the box, had all these sealed items, all the instructions, including French instructions, everything still sealed. The instructions were still in their sealed bags. Hmm. I'm like, this is this is goddamn joke condition right here. Yeah, so, that'd be worth getting. Did you try it out, though? Well, this is my first foray into the PlayStation, right, which I've always railed against because I'm Microsoft Xbox guy. Yeah. 
So this is my first time, man. What do you think I should play first on a PlayStation 2? Well, and the only games that came with it are these singing games, so yeah, it's nothing I can... Uh, I wouldn't even throw those fuckers out. Yeah. Um, well, I'm trying to go based upon your uh, game playing and how you say your fingers don't work well and you can't remember buttons. Well, yeah, I can't remember buttons. I didn't say they didn't work well. Well, you got thick fingers. <laughs> no, I don't. Come, what do you mean? Thick. They're tick. Ah, oh, Christ. Uh, you had a PlayStation 2, right? Yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm going through my memory of the games I played on it. it. It's not one of my favorite systems, to be honest with you. The PS1 and PS2 weren't the best. Um, you know what? If you could find yourself a Resident Evil game for the PlayStation 2. I'm trying to think. Were they all on PlayStation? PlayStation 1 had the first Resident Evil. I think the PS2 had Resident Evil 2, 2, and 3. You want to play number 2. Well, next month on the Cartridge Club, they're doing a Resident Evil game. So maybe that'll be... No, but it's Resident Evil 4. I don't um, think they've decided yet, have they? Uh, last I looked, it was leading in percentage. Oh. So 4 is actually... You can play on uh, multiple systems, but I think they're... Uh, I've got it for the GameCube. Do I? Yep. Hmm. Well, I for me, that was one that uh, revitalized my interest in that franchise. Uh, it's probably too two scary was really for me. good. Three, I think, was the one where they you were walking around, and they made it so that uh, one of the main bad guys, like this, the big hulking thing, I don't know if you saw it in the movie or not. Mm -hmm. I forget what his name is in the series, but. Uh, you got this big bad guy walking around all the time. So you'd encounter him, and then they'd give you like a clock, a countdown clock to pick one of two situations to do in. So it was kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure thing. Yeah. And I hated that. I hated the pressure of that, and I just wasn't impressed by the game for some reason. So uh, I remember two being really good. I wasn't impressed with three. And, I, and then when four came out, it was so well done. I think I had talked about it recently, too. All right, so you're saying it's not too scary. I can go ahead with that. You could probably handle fun. it. Um, you might have an issue with game control in terms of remembering what buttons do what. Hmm. But that's like any other action game, so whatever, man. Well, it sounds like a good game for me to start the PlayStation 2. Figure that thing out. Break open that uh, sealed controller, see how it does. Um, that was my yard sale finds of the day. I was pretty excited by it. Other than that, um, caught a couple uh, mice in the garage the same day. So yeah, I saw the pictures you posted of the poor little guy you killed, man. <laughs> what a cute little thing. And you had to... That one, that one was weird. That one I didn't even kill. I got one in a mouse trap. I thought I had one in the garage, so I thought I got him with the mouse trap. And then I was out moving my recycle bin around. A brand new recycle bin we just got, and it was just on the floor of the garage, not even used. So I was grabbing the bin to put it away where it's supposed to go, and I look in, and there's a dead mouse sitting in there. Yeah, it probably fell in and then just couldn't get its way out through the, the slippery sides. 
Yeah, but way it, to go, man! You're gonna get Peter after us now. <laughs> the way that, but where this bin was, the the sucker had to have been like Spider Man going along the ceiling of the garage somehow along the drywall. I don't even know how he could have got in there. <sighs> so that's yeah, that was it. That was my big day for uh, yard sale day. And you were out working in the yard. I was doing manual labor, man. They didn't get a good job from the wife, I think, either. <laughs> what kind of good job were you looking for? Good job. Like, uh, you did two li- two days of solid labor, and uh, everything looks good. Mm. Well, not really. I still got to plant probably two more trees, I think, but whatever, man. I can't do everything at once. I'm not Superman. Oh, boy. Yeah, I did a little bit of yard work, too, and then uh, it was so hot. After an hour, rounded up the kids and said, we're You're going right. to the basement. That's it. Ten minutes of yard work is not a lot. It is a little bit. That was a good hard hour, and then we retreated to the basement. Yeah. That's right, man. Yeah. So I had Time been to uh, hide away from the sun. You know why? Because you were wearing your hockey sweater. No. <laughs> I was going to say. I, Put I, the uh, umbrella up, grab a beer, just take your shirt off and lie in the shade. Why have one my your, shirt have to come Have off? one of your kids rub your feet and have the other one go bring you food and beer continuously. No Is one, that how you have them trained? No one needs to have their shirts off. Let's just leave it at that. And agree to that. No, that's Let's not the case, man. My shirt on. was always off. Keep your shirt on. <laughs> and when it's hot, boom, that sucker is off. Oh, so what? People are conditioned now that... <sighs> No, this is not over. Why are people conditioned to be embarrassed? Embarrassed? Yeah. Not, not embarrassed. I don't want to see your uh, chest or your naked upper half so or bottom go, half for that If matter. we go swimming, what are you going to do? It's like, uh, it's like the dudes, you know, on the first warm day of the year that are walking on the sidewalk with their shirts off because that, well, why are you walking on the sidewalk with your on. shirt off? I don't do that. I'm talking when you're on your own property. It sounds like that's what you're defending. You cut the grass, the shirt comes off. But you're then, doing labor, you cut the shirt comes off. Then your skin will get agitated by all of the uh, yard stuff that's flying around and hitting what? your skin. You want to be protected. What are you talking about? Well, Agitated skin. Let me tell you. What do the How Bedouin? How sensitive are you? What do the Bedouin out in the desert wear? Do they go shirtless? They can't because they would literally well, get there sunburned go. to death. There it man. is. There's no protection out there in the desert. There it is. No. How are you comparing the Sahara Desert to a backyard <laughs> oasis? <laughs> oasis. Literally, what it is. You got one has grass and the other one's all sand. This conversation is ridiculous, dude. It is. Everyone's listening is going like, take your shirt off, Bill. <laughs> I want, that's what I want the chant to be. No, I don't think so. Everyone's saying, please Send leave your shirt Send a tweet on. to Bill at STC pod saying, take your shirt off, Bill. Uh, and send a tweet to Joe at uh, AC Decepticon to please leave your shirt on. All you, mu- all you muscle guys out there who think you're... Uh, I'm not a muscle guy. <laughs> So stop saying that. <laughs> and when you're in your backyard, all right. Let's just agree to take the shirt off, okay? Shirts, shirt's off when we're swimming. Really? Let me tell you. it doesn't sound like that to no, you. No, we get in the pool, the shirt comes off, then the, the ghost-like white whale makes an appearance. And 
slowly dip into the water. But as soon as I come out, let's get something back on no, top. Why? Well, so to protect our skin, protect oh ourselves. You don't care about that anyway, so who cares? Yeah, I do. I do. Anyway, um, speaking of uh, Twitter that I just brought up recently there, can we pull up a Bobby Boo, uh, Baba Booey-ism that you just did on fucking Twitter a couple days ago? Why would it? Why would anything I've done be a Baba Booey? Because I don't understand Baba this Flo-hai. comment that you made. Um, to set the scenario, it was like it was a long weekend. I forget what day it was. Sunday, I think. All I do is get a, a message from Bill saying, "Oh crap! I think I just pissed off Hardwick." Right? Yeah. And my reply back to you is, you fucking maniac, (laughs) stay off of Twitter. (laughs) I didn't bother looking into it because I just figured, oh, you you tweeted something goofy or something, right? Yeah, I did. So you want to describe the situation or what what this – Kelly Osborne sends out a tweet. Um, She says, deep thoughts from at Nerdist with his divine – Hashtag nerdette at Lydia Hurst at the hashtag AIDS Solidarity Gala. And then she tweeted a picture with us as well. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Chris Hardwick, who basically runs The Nerdist, his girlfriend, current girlfriend, is uh, Lydia Hurst from the, uh, what is it, the Hurst Basically, it's a dynasty almost, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, for sure. Like this is one dynasty. of the wealthiest families in America. So, And she's also a supermodel, actress. Anyway, so Oz, Kelly Osborne tweets this out. So, okay, fine, whatever. I take a look at the picture just prior to this thing, finally. So it's Kelly Osborne with Hardwick in the middle and then Lydia Hurst to Hardwick's left. And they're at this gala for... Uh, aid solidarity, which is whatever, cool, right? Um, and then uh, uh, Baba Booey here tweets to at Kelly Osborne, at the Nerdist, at Lydia Hurst. Gee, that Hardwick is a regular poster child of nerdum. Dot 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 dot. Hashtag sarcasm. <laughs> Look at. Can you can you first explain that I, sentence? I was just poking a little bit of fun. Uh, you know, I went a little bit uh, to the Mark Marin in me because in a in a Marin episode with Hardwick, he pokes fun at Chris for n- not being, uh, you know, what you would expect a nerd to look like or act like. So I was just poking fun, you know. Uh, the, this yeah, is a picture of them at, okay. a, at a ball in Vienna, done up to the nines, and he's got a supermodel on his arm. So Quote, yeah, unquote. it's... it's you know, it's okay, apropos okay, yeah, for I can, me to I can make a little that. poke and go, hey, look at this. Look at a real nerd here, eh, folks? Uh, at a at a posh ball ball with a supermodel. So then Hardwick replies back to, to uh, Bill here <laughs> at STC Pod. Uh, all nerds have to fit in a box, eh? Not offensive or closed-minded at all. We should all look like whatever you think, exclamation mark. And then uh, Bill's reply back is... uh, Well, I realized then that he took it as full-on snark and not uh, at all having a little bit of fun. So, (laughs) so yeah, I felt bad. So Bill's reply back was, sorry, dude, you're right, but, I mean, you guys are supermodels. Come on. Come on. 
And that's that. We're blocked from him, I'm sure, and that's it. Never to interact again. Our first and only interaction with I Mindest guess I'm closed-minded because I don't think she is a supermodel. Or mo- I guess she could be a model. Anybody could be a model, right? That's uh, Do I think she's a supermodel? Not in my opinion, but I've got my opinion of what I think a supermodel really does look like. Well, she has all the you know supermodel characteristics of tall and... Uh, no, she's not tall because Hardwick is super small. He's like 5'8", isn't he? I don't know. She's slightly taller than him. But anyway, whatever. I just thought that was funny. Um, I rue the day I ever got you fucking introduced to Twitter, man. Because you're not off that thing (laughs) at all anymore. Well, getting our our good our good word, our good news out there is is a full time job of you know this social media campaign well, that uh, you pushed me into. I did because you wouldn't. Do I agree. Anything. I made I made the good choice when I when I delegated you as being uh, director of social media <laughs> for this uh, empire that we're building. But um, so I got to direct this campaign. I know, but I you gotta don't have keep to, the words. You don't need comments out there for every fucking dumb thing. Uh, you I know. don't know. Just talk to the guys that we like to talk to. Okay. <laughs> How, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I felt bad afterwards, but uh, I'm just having fun. You know. But you're right. Like I don't know why he went all crazy. I was actually just thought, hey man, kind of cool that, you know, I guess you could call Hardwick a celebrity because. He's a comedian. He's been on tour. People know his name. He's got multiple TV shows. Um, so I just thought, hey, man, anytime a celebrity takes the time to respond to any, you know, thing you say, it's kind of like, hey, man, cool. I'm sure he gets that all the time about not being or not really being a nerd. So it probably uh, graded on him, and he was at this thing at the time, and probably he said, enough's enough. I'm going to make a comment back. But whatever, no big deal. It's what uh, what we got to do. Keep the social, uh, the Twitters going. I, I'm happy to see you're participating more in the conversation on Twitter under your uh, AC Decepticon uh, handle. So I don't have to answer for you all the time. You're jumping in there. Well, I'm not on every day, but I, I'm certainly on probably every other day. Just to, Usually I just see what, uh, if I've been tagged with anything or whatever, right? I'm not... I can't spend time to go through everyone's emails and or emails, uh, uh, tweets and all that stuff. So this is why I have to take over. I'm busy, man. You don't put any time into. No, that's why I delegated you to be director of social media. (laughs) Um, because I'm doing other things. Yeah, that's great that I got nothing else to do. So I'm looking after this. I'm watching everyone's videos. I'm enjoying them out there. That same day, um, Duke, our old buddy Duke from uh, Retro Nonsense, put out uh, this music video where he wrote the music and performed uh, this song with his kids, did a music video up, and it's it's fabulous. I love it. It's like uh, he took a Weird Al kind of vein and... He came up with this tune that's actually really catchy. I was, couldn't stop singing it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? It's kind of I, what I like the best. Like best about Duke is how he's decided to do this thing as a family, as a family endeavor, right? 
He's fearless. Yeah. Instead of, you know, just pushing the kids to the side or, you know, just making it just for the adults, it's, it's drawing his whole family into it. And um, it's certainly made his family closer, I'm assuming. Right? Yeah, I would imagine. Gets the kids right. a lot more in tune to, you know, I guess, in a sense, the different type of technology that's out there, you know, instead of just having them, I don't know, you know, some parents will just let their kids uh, throw them in front of the TV to play video games or just to watch TV or movies or whatever. And, you know, this way he's getting the thing creative, creatively, having a Kevin issue here. Uh, he's having the kids think creatively and, uh, you know, yeah. agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and doing this music video i don't know where that came from but good yeah uh, knocked out of the park and i know it got shared in a couple of different groups i sent it along to uh to a google plus group of like twenty thousand people and got a bunch of pluses on there and hmm. i think that'll give his channel a big boost being brave enough to sing a tune out there on the youtubes whereas like you won't even show your face on the youtube so not yet <laughs> not until we get a certain amount of uh subscribers Subscribers. Yeah. Where are the YouTube subscribers? We got a bunch of Twitter followers. Where are the YouTube subscribers? Um, we had a milestone. I can't complain because I'm not really a subscriber to many channels myself. I'll visit a bunch. You should just hit that subscribe button. It doesn't kill you, and then that keeps all your stuff in order uh, along the side, yeah. the stuff you're looking at, and uh, it gives them... You know, more subscriber numbers. But our little milestone, our first actual YouTube video, you know, that included us doing something on the YouTubes, just passed 2,500 views. Really? In five months. So that's what a was nice that? little. The unboxing of the Bob Dylan record box. Oh. The so Bob heads are crazy, man. They're like the dead heads. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's a lot of views. We but should pull uh, up some Grateful Dead shit, and then uh, those hippies will start following us. That's true. We need some, uh, got to get people to hit that subscribe button. Uh, and then you can do some, uh, we'll do some farming videos. So all those people in the farming community that you're, you talk to will uh, go on the, the YouTube, as they call it. I don't, I don't know anything about farming myself. Strange how you came from a farm. <laughs> no. Actually, my mother, she grew up on a farm. Did you know that? And you were born on a farm? No. And then you got, no? What? No. No, no I didn't know your mother was, uh, what would you say? She was born on a farm? <laughs> she grew up on a farm. Okay. Her family was on a farm. Actually, they didn't own the farm, though. It was this kind of old style setup where you had this this rich family they have this farm right and the family was i think they're from florida i think and they had like a state house on the property and then they would pay uh, people to run the farm for them the people they paid to run the farm were my grandparents and so they had a house on the farm as well which they stayed at rent-free they never had to pay a dime in rent it was part of the deal of working the farm hmm. and so like i mean this was a rich family that owned this farm they had their mannerly home there as well as tennis courts and ground pools change uh pool houses and whatnot all on the property 
And that family would not, they'd only be at the farm maybe, you know, a few weeks of the year here and there to check in. And otherwise, they were such good friends with my grandparents. My grandparents had full use of all their facilities they had there. So mm -hmm. the pool and you could nice. go into their house and they had a pool table, a games room, all that stuff. So all of us grandkids could have full use of everything on that property. And uh, I know my mother growing up, she had three other siblings and their house wasn't big enough to support all these siblings. So they actually built a bunkhouse on the property as well. Hmm. So all the kids lived in a bunkhouse basically. And uh, yeah, that was cool. And then, so that was fun as a kid, man, exploring all that area. Turned out, so my dad met my mother because his brother was going out with my mother's sister. Right. So eventually, the two brothers married the two sisters. Oh. And all four of them left. This place is in Harrow, near Windsor. They left Windsor to set up their own business in Picton, where I'm from. Was this other business a farm? <laughs> no, it wasn't a farm. No, they were like was contractors it? and uh, cabinet makers. And wasn't farm related? No. Were they making farm? Not farm uh, related. No, nothing? No, we did live no. out in the country, though. Hmm. We weren't in, in town at all. We were out in the country. Big property. Proof and point. Big property with a big garden. Well, that's kind of close. Yeah. There was a big garden there. You don't live in the city. You're a farmer. Oh, that could that. Were you always in the city? Always. You were always in a, a suburb of some sort. Yep. Never know anything different. Well, I shouldn't say that. When we, uh, when I when I went to live with the wife before we got married in uh, Stouffville, uh, I guess you could say, yeah, we were outside of the city. It's not even the city, it's a town. Stouffville's really nice. I but really like uh, we're surrounded by farm fields, so I guess you could throw us into that mix. Well, there you go. But you still had neighbors, like, right Well, still next-door neighbors, like, yeah. 20 feet away. Man, you should have stayed in Stouffville, man. Yeah. It's lovely there. It's about the same size as Picton. The rest of the city is encroaching on it quite a bit, though, now. Major subdivisions are going up in there. Really? Yep. Yeah, we haven't been back since. So there you go. That straightens up my farming history for you. Farming uh, ended hmm. a generation ago. Got That's it? pretty interesting. <laughs> I'm still thinking about that rich family and why the hell they'd even bother with the farm. I don't know. Could, how could they be making a profit on that? Yeah, it was about Unless a, they just bought all the land and decided to, hey, we'll throw some farm stuff on here to uh, cover the land costs. And It was about 200-acre farm, nothing huge. But, uh, you know, at one point they had livestock, like horses and that kind of shit and all that. Then it was just simply plants and asparagus and all that stuff. The herb. 
Well, it was on Tobacco Road. I don't know anything about Windsor Tobacco Road. Well, I'm assuming there's a lot of tobacco. There was a lot of tobacco farms on that road. Yeah, yeah. But it was uh, that was a great place to visit as a kid, man. All oh, those. probably as a kid, you love all that stuff, man. Oh, it was great, and exploring huh. all the barns and all the different uh, buildings. Yeah, the only time I ever really played on a farm or it wasn't even, I guess, a, a barn setting. I should say was up in uh, Lindsay. I'm up there for a couple of barn parties, and that's about it. Oh. Nearly killed myself, <laughs> uh, not realizing how uh, hard a bale of hay is, <laughs> and jumping down upon it, nearly breaking my legs, <laughs> pretending not, that I didn't hurt myself in front of a bunch of girls. <laughs> oh no, my my uh, rectum is fine. <laughs> my uh, tailbone—that's what I'm thinking of. Sorry, <laughs> rectum. I didn't bust my tailbone on this fucking <laughs> massive bound of hay. Nope. Why isn't it soft? Wow. What were you doing? Were you up in the rafters and you jumped down? No, not that high. It's like, but there was different levels of stacked square bundles of hay. So, you know, we were just in there goofing around. And, you know, I'm from the city. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lindsay and the barn parties, man. Barn parties, wow. Well, back in Picton, we actually have a full-on bar that's in what used to be a barn. It's called the Hayloft, and that's where people from all around would come to the Hayloft on the weekends. It's quite a scene. I guess it uh, still is. It's been purchased. and. Wait, what are you talking about? Back in Picton, there's a place called the Hayloft. Hmm. It was a happening bar, happening bar. I think the people who own the Drake Hotel actually bought it now. So it's getting all trendyized. It's all trendy out there now. The actual Drake Hotel, you mean? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think. I think it's those. People. Are you trying to uh, pump up Picton? There's a lot of investment going in there, yeah. It's because th- that's where a lot of the rich retirees are going. They're retiring out there. A lot of the big Toronto money's going out to the county. Really? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because of the vineyards and... Apple orchards and all that. It's very classy. Now why, too. Not, why not head down to Niagara then? I don't know. Probably because everyone knows about Niagara. You know, that's that's a known thing. Whereas the the county's kind of a new thing that people are finding. Mm. So I don't know if that's exciting for everyone or not. But what else? What you been watching? You want to catch me up a little bit? I got lots for you. You want me to go? Well, I got one more episode of, uh, which is the flash finale for the season. I really enjoyed the season. It started off weak, and um, yeah, I don't know what to say. It's it's much like the Arrow. Uh, started off weak, and it's gotten stronger. Mind you, the Arrow is in what season two now or three, whatever it is. I think yeah. three. It's got to be at least three. And uh, that's getting a little tiring, but. Uh, yeah, the flash has been enjoyable for some reason. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. About to start Penny Dreadful. Still been putting that off. Season two, that is. And uh, I've got the first two episodes of Daredevil that I need to start watching. Yeah, totally. Well, that yeah. that's where I'm going to be. I'm too busy. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I got two kids. I think I just got to blow away a bunch of shows and just yes. say I'm not. Uh, Do that. 
Uh, like that uh, X Company show, I, I guess I'm not going to finish watching it, even though I got halfway through it. Yeah, uh, maybe you should. I'd kind of be interested on your take on fuck, dude. I got how it wraps up. If it's worth watching for me, because I I bailed after a couple episodes. I don't know if you'd like it, man. Well, I love everything about it. Its premise, I love all that, but I don't know. I was kind of turned off by its production quality. Uh, yeah, so Daredevil. Yes. I finished it off. Oh, right? Jeez. Yeah. How many episodes is it again? Uh, 12, maybe, I want to say. Oh, okay. I don't know. It Really good. I, I, I have no complaints. There, there are definitely slow moments in it, but uh, everything gets payoff, and uh, the kingpin is is amazing. Uh, I, I can't say anything bad about any of the actors or actresses. The woman who plays Karen is great. Um, but since I kept going to Netflix to watch this Daredevil, I've noticed a bunch of other things caught my eye and actually hooked me into watching it. Um, there's a uh, documentary called Showrunners on there, which is, uh, it's got your J.J. Abrams and your your Yoss Whedon. Yep. And, like, the showrunners from... Uh, Sons of Anarchy and well, all kinds of shows. Just everyone talking about what it's like to be a showrunner. You know, because, what, 15 years ago, no one knew what a showrunner was. He certainly wasn't seen in public or given much credit. Now they're just as famous as the stars are, it seems, you know? Yeah. We know who the showrunners are for all these shows. Would you say they still got paid the same amount? Like 10 years ago, 15? Or is that increased now that their, their, uh, I guess their contribution to the show is more recognized? I don't know. They never really talked about compensation very much. That that would be interesting to note. They did talk about the burnout rate, like how they can't they can't keep it going. Like you won't see a fifty year old showrunner. They're just burning out. Can do it up until their forties, and then that's that. Basically, everyone says what they want to do is what J.J. Abrams has done, where he's gone to the next level, where he can just farm out all the shows, let everyone else run them. Right. But he still has ultimate control over all of them. He's still uh, EP. EP would still have more control than the showrunner, right? Well, the showrunner's responsibility is everything to do with the show, including budgeting and just, like, everything. Absolutely everything yeah. the showrunner has to worry about. And then I guess, yeah, your executive producers would be beyond that, maybe doling out the money or saying setting budget limits and whatnot, final approvals. Well, they'd be finding the money too, right? So Yeah. Yeah. But, well, uh, yeah, yeah, it's hard to say because you don't know. Sometimes the... Uh Sometimes the accountants are running the show, too. I guess it all depends on what the production is, too, right? Maybe uh, if you get a big enough EP or a showrunner, then uh, that would probably trump. You know, obviously everything still has to stay in budget. I have no idea. Uh, it, was a good, it was a good documentary. I really enjoyed yeah. it. it uh, How long is it? It's only about 90 minutes. And they had some heavy hitters in there. So that was good. As well, I saw uh, the interview 
Seth Rogen. Uh, you know what? I've got no interest in that, to be honest, man. I I was on the fence. I just said, I think oh. I'm Rogan Franco slash Franco'd out. I thought I'd just push play and see where it went. Yeah, it was. I was laughing my ass off. Dude. I know, but you laughed at a lot of things. I was laughing like crazy. It's it's top. It's front loaded with the jokes right off the top to get you hooked. And they are some good jokes, man. You would you would actually find it pretty funny, especially the uh, <sighs> the stink dick joke early on. Stink dick. <laughs> yeah, stink dick. It involved what I see you do quite a bit, where you, you reach your hand into your pants and you're smelling your fingers and you can't stop smelling them. And you're like, where does stink come from? Oh, geez, who did I fuck last night? Woof, that's it. But you can't stop You want to make them. up some more shit or do I have to tell <laughs> you everyone right now that that doesn't happen? What a maniac. Come on. Remember that time, uh, Bill, I caught you uh, whacking off right in front of me? I didn't say a word because I didn't want to embarrass you. <laughs> have, that really happened. Have I not seen you pull your hands out of your pants before? Yeah, well, I'm and scratching. Smell and smell them? No. <laughs> First off, I'm a fucking man, so I'm what a man, man doesn't scratch their freaking uh, crotch? Well, anyways, there were some good jokes in there. It kind of uh, it uh, waned a little bit near the end, but very entertaining. I'm going to recommend it. It was very funny. I can't do it, man. Well, what else I saw on Netflix was uh, one of your favorite movies, right up your alley, was the Transformers Age of Extinction. Which I told you not to watch. What is the deal with that movie? What Uh, is the deal with that? How did that script get made? How did that move beyond the script process? Because they signed Michael Bay to a contract saying, we want you to make... X amount of movies, and here's the dump truck that's backing up to your driveway right now. And we'll give you full control because every movie you've made in the franchise has been more lucrative than the previous one. This movie, well, I say this a lot about movies, was outrageous. It was outrageous. It was more than outrageous, It man. made no sense. Like, physics were thrown out the window... What a body, human body could take made no, like nothing, nothing made sense in this well, movie. Dude. You know, you have to suspend your belief when you watch movies, right? <laughs> yes. And I'm willing to do that given. But this one guidelines. was you throw every single law of physics out the window. Um, and what was that transformation uh, liquid? Yeah. Transformium or oh, something. Fuck. What a great name, eh? It was... I love this. I love to sit in the uh, executive meeting for these movies. But, like, there was heavy hitter actors in it, too. I, I can't... And they all suck, man. Kelsey Grammer was absolutely horrible. That movie won, I forget how many Razzie Awards for that year. I think, like, nine. It was, it was, it was like, nine or more. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, every year the, the Razzies have... Is the equivalent of the Oscars, except that it's recognition for the worst movies slash actors slash whatever you can find about it in the industry. So that Transformers Extinction movie, yeah, won like a minimum of nine, I believe, and they gave like Kelsey Grammer like the worst actor award. Um, None of it made sense. Uh, Who was the... uh, I didn't like how the... I forget it was... uh, 
shit. Galvatron, I think. It was the other version of Optimus Prime as yeah. the bad the bad transport truck. Yeah. And uh yeah, they created it so he's driving down the road, he suddenly transformed into a bunch of pixelated pixels slash particles and flies himself over to another area and then reforms himself. Yeah. Which has never happened in any of the cartoons or comics. Yeah, I wanted to ask you uh, how the... And Optimus Prime never rode around on Grimlock, <laughs> waving a sword <laughs> like he's a knight on a, on a steed. Even any of, the, any of the vehicles, when they transformed back to robot, like all of their body panels just disappeared. Like none of, in ro- none of them in robot form, you could see body panels on them. Or anything. Even Optimus now, you know, used to have the chest of the two doors. Yep. Didn't have that. Hmm. And like the main bad robot that was the Lamborghini, all oh, of his uh, body panels just yeah. kind of fold inside each other. Shit, what's his name now? Lock Lockdown. Sorry. So is he part of the Transformers canon? The original... I want to know where oh, this, he is. Where this I, shit I don't comes remember from. what his care, but hmm. what it's about not a character that I followed? To be honest with you, so I, I'm what sure. What about he's in this there. samurai? Uh, I don't know where that came from. With the Japanese that was some accent, fucking racist shit right there, man. And and like this uh, John Goodman Autobot chewing on a mortar. Shell like it's a stogie. Oh, that's uh, I forget the name from the character in the movie, but that's uh, there's a G1 character called Cup. Um, and there's what it was is a third party company made these uh, extra little attachments for the character, and that's actually called a, a cigar, a C Y G A R, and it's basically like this little, or I guess for them, it's this massive pipe and he's, that's got some kind of uh, liquid in there or something. Oh. So it's like he's actually chewing on a stogie, but it's robot style. Oh, this was a mortar shell, though, in the movie. Even, oh, you're right, yeah. Didn't he actually spit it out at a robot? Yeah, and, he fires and, it at yeah, one point. Yeah, that doesn't happen in the... <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't but know it wasn't Cup movie. in the movie, but in the actual cartoon slash comics, the character Cup is... The one who walks around smoking this metal stogie. But it's not a mortar shell. Yep, Michael Bay, much like George Lucas, uh, is pretty good at ruining franchises. And uh, I forget if he's doing the next one or not. Or maybe this might have been his last hurrah. I don't know. Hard to say, man. Hard to say how much, you know. They could dump another load of money at him and... Uh, well, it took me three sittings to get through this movie. And uh, it it never made sense from, from point to point. There was no... Nothing made sense, man. It was... You know what? I'd probably watch it again. Um, just to see other stuff that I've missed. Yeah, like but the shit. yeah, the character arcs didn't make sense. Uh, people wouldn't act that way. Who was the head of that evil corporation? Was that was I that? forget? Yeah, I remember I saw that 
Ugh. I went out with a buddy, and we saw that opening night, or not opening night, but one night at the movie theater. And that's one hell of a long movie. I think it started at 10 or something for us, 10.30. And, oh, man, that thing didn't finish till I didn't get home till 1. Yeah, it's long. I was wiped out. I knew it would be a piece of shit, but <coughs> decided to go see it anyway. It's long. It's full of action. Like, if people want action that doesn't relate to anything, it's, yeah. it's good for that. Yeah. It's just the last time you'll get my money, Bay. <laughs> well, it didn't do as, as well, I think, here domestically. I made all no, of its, it didn't. Made we all talked about that before. And, uh, it still made huge money um, if you do total worldwide release, but I think the majority of their money was made. Uh, obviously, it took place in what, Japan? Or was it China? Um, China, I think. Whatever. Yeah. One, uh, one of those uh, countries was a significant uh, factor in how much money it made worldwide. Yeah, China and Russia. So that was it. I've, but uh, Netflix, man, it's got a lot of stuff on there. It's got a lot of good uh, stuff. And I, I can't pointed bother out, with uh, Netflix, man. I pointed out a documentary to you, which is up there now. That Dune documentary. Yeah. Well, you know, and I watched the Atari documentary on there. I've I've been happy with Netflix. Wow, it's been distracting me from what I, you know, I've been building up that I should be watching. But it's been good shit on Netflix. You know what? I'll just save my money and download. And I also noticed they had the Grand Budapest Hotel on there. That's the next thing I'll be looking to watch. Now, is it Budapest or Budapest? Budapest, you're right. I I'm not watching it just because of that pronunciation. <laughs> That's going to be ridiculous. It's spelt with a T at the end, though. Mm. Hmm. Um, is that like Porsche and Porsche? Budapest? Uh, Borsche? Borsche? Porsche, as in the car. Yeah, I'm saying Borsche. That's a soup. Yeah, that's the same idea, isn't it? I don't know. As opposed to what, Borst? <laughs> Riveting conversation. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Wow. They just thought those nuances are make me angry. Snobbery, I tell you. Yeah, exactly. I need a coffee. Why didn't you not make me a coffee before we just started this thing? Yeah, well... Maybe we should, should we pack it in? What are we, what are we talking here? It's time situation. <laughs> it's an hour. See, folks, we got uh, an issue where we're, uh, we got to put these up, but we also got to take ones down as we put these up. So unfortunately we run out of space at our hosting uh, site. Tell the fine folks what they can do, Bill, to uh, receive or listen and receive the older copies of previous records we've done well if you all of our old episodes are listed on the site if you go try an old episode you'll get uh, a really fancy recording made by us too about uh if you just hit the donate button it'll take you to paypal you can send us anything you want 25 cents a dollar 600 dollars uh, minimum a dollar i think whatever yeah there's there is probably a minimum being pay, being yeah, it's PayPal. Uh, PayPal. I don't think PayPal will take less than a dollar. I think uh, one time, one time little uh, little donation, and that way we'll get your email address, and we'll send you a link to our online archive of our podcast, where every episode 
lives in the cloud, and you can download them at your leisure. They'll always be there. Just send five bucks. <laughs> whatever you, whatever. No, we have had uh, one donation donation already that was uh, a surprisingly, I'd say, significant amount. Yeah, it felt really good to get to get a positive reinforcement like Blew that. Blew my socks and, uh, off when you told me about it. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool when that shit happens. So, but don't feel obligated. It's just you know to help us out. And uh, if we get enough dough. We'd like to move to a decent host that can keep all of our shit up. Someone there. can actually recommend a decent host, um, aside from Podomatic or Podbean. Yeah, well, I think that uh, Libsyn is a good one, but yeah. it costs some bucks, costs some big bucks. But those kind of uh, hosts, you can keep all your shit up, and they archive it for you uh, at no cost. Mm. Yet it's still available for people, so. Yeah. That's what we need to do. So as always, you can follow us on Twitter at STC pod. Uh, check out our blog site for uh, write-ups and videos. Uh, and that's uh, www.stcpod.com.